You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Welcome back to Words of Life. I'm Cheryl Gillum. And I'm Bernie Dake. And we're here with our special guest for this series, Bobby Geary. So glad to have you with us again. Last week, we talked about the greatest asset of uh, disaster services in the Salvation Army, and that is volunteers. And Bobby gave us the overview. So if you're interested in volunteering, make sure you go back to last week's episode to be able to uh, know how to volunteer. Um, And this week, we're going to look at some more recent disasters that we've had. Yeah, Bobby, I think the best way we can educate people is take us through a disaster. So I think a lot of people know about Hurricane Ian in this country. Uh, We knew it was coming. What's happening in your offices? Well, I think before we ever get to even knowing that the hurricane is coming, one of the things to keep in mind is that Disaster Services is preparing right now for the next major disaster. Mm. We're already stockpiling things like cleanup kits, um, hygiene kits, toddler and infant kits, in fact, Um, you know, shelf-stable meals so that we can be prepared for that first first go um, of a disaster if if necessary. Mm. You know, our hope is and prayer, obviously, is that we we go without needing those items. But in truth, we can all all see just how often we're responding these days. During Hurricane Ian, as we watched the maps, we um, we keep a, a, a very close eye on what the Weather Channel and and folks like that are saying. We we look at how to start staging equipment and personnel and um, and and supplies, and so that's the first thing that we're looking at. We're looking at um, when to um, set up um, donations links and pages. We're looking at how many. Um, disaster response vehicles we might need um, in the in the impacted area and we're looking at our media strategy who's going to be our spokespersons in these potentially impacted area and you know we can plan for oh that that storm's going to go this way but you know it 20 miles difference or 30 miles difference means we also have to adjust things during hurricane ian we actually pre-deployed and pre-staged the texas team in with um, all of our base camp equipment, and, along with um, uh, food service delivery units and personnel, and they they started making their way across Texas and the the south southern states and um, and into Florida. And it took them three days to get to Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. So they started three days in advance of that storm um, making landfall. And when you say base camp, we're not talking about a van with a trailer attached to it. Kind of tell the the listeners about the scope of these vehicles that we have. Yeah, sure. Um, so we've we've recently gone to more of a base camp model because housing is such a challenge after a hurricane, especially. And that equipment includes things like bunk houses where we um, can have uh, people sleep and have like their own little um, hotel room. Um, and then we have uh, hand washing stations and shower trailers and laundry units mm. um, and all of those different types of things that that are required to keep our personnel housed and 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 ready and feeling good for for their service. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not a small operation. It it's, is not, which is what I'm trying to just convey <laughs> to the listeners. It is uh, an incredible feat of humanity, mm. frankly 
and the amount of equipment that we've been able to amass because of, honestly, the the generosity of the American public, the people that have come alongside the Salvation Army as partners in this ministry. And we are ever so grateful for that. Can you talk about some of those? Sure. Um, Oftentimes, if we're deploying for a major disaster or even some smaller localized divisional types of disasters, we often work with our partners at the Southern Baptists. Mm. Frequently, they'll set up their kitchens and they'll cook the meals and then we'll serve them. So it's a great partnership. Uh, we work well together, and honestly, we couldn't we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. And um, and so that they are our meal providers most of the time. Um, you know, other partners are just local government and and um, state government. Um, you know, other mass care agencies as well. Um, one of our other great partners in all of this is um, is FedEx and UPS, who provide yeah. shipping um, of, of goods for us. Um, so they're, they're just fantastic, um, to have that partnership with, you know, Midwest food bank is another one when it gets, um, time to begin to give out bulk distribution types of items. Um, Midwest food bank provides us with multiple tractor trailer loads of food boxes. Mm. So our work is done with the assistance and help of others as well. So it's a great partnership. It feels like the Salvation Army just doesn't sleep. And we're grateful for the work that you're doing, Bobby. This has been a great series for us, and there's more to come. We hope that the listeners will join us next week as we kind of wrap this up. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.